Unmasking and Unhiding series where Natty and I are pulling back the layers of four Superwoman archetypes, aka strong black woman archetypes, by way of four popular television characters. In week one and two, we uncaped and unmasked, unmasked. Anywho, y'all know what I be trying to say. A <laughs> and Cookie Lion. And in this week, we are continuing uncaping the Annalise Keeping of How to Get Away with Murder. But before we dive into it, you are rocking with Cheryl and Natty on the Shade the Strong podcast, where we are working to dismantle the myths and the stereotypes of strong black women by creating safe and sacred spaces for black women to uncape, unmask, and unhide so they can be whatever shade of strong that feels right for them. As a reminder, you can connect with us in our Facebook community or on your favorite social media platform. We are Shade the Strong everywhere across all social media platforms. We would also like to see your face in the Sister Circle of Healing. Our next cohort starts November 9th. The Sister Circle of Healing is a 12-week virtual experience where Natty and I will walk hand-in-hand, virtually, of course, with you and help you peel back the layers of your mask and your cape so that you can heal the places in you that are keeping you from living your life as it. The current investment for the Sister Circle is $600 paid in full or three recurring payments of $200. This is an opportunity for you to connect with other Black women who have, who have some of the same lived experiences as you. It is also an opportunity for you to be a part of a sisterhood that is built on love, friendship, support, and accountability. What we would love for it to grow to is... A place where we can lean on each other in times of trouble and unrest and then celebrate each other in times of celebration because that's what the six wings do, right? Right. Yes. Anyway, the links for all of these will be in the show notes of this episode and every episode in this series. So, yeah. All right, y'all. Y'all ready? Day 19. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So as I mentioned, we are continuing our conversation on the great Annalise Keating, and we've already talked about her cape, we talked about her mask, her kryptonite, her trauma response, and how these various behaviors and characteristics were birthed into her being, you know, through some of her lived experiences and all. And so today we're going to be talking about some of the consequences of being a master manipulator. For today, Natty, or for this one, I thought we could, rather than talking about the consequences for Annalise or the person who was doing the manipulating, I thought we could talk about what the consequences might look like for those around them, for the person or the person being manipulated. Mm-hmm. What are the mental and emotional effects that could happen to them as a result of Annalise? Manipulate. Yeah. One of the ones that really gets my panic in a walk. I mean, like, it causes so much anger to rise, rise up in gaslighting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Hard same. Oh, my gosh. It irks me so much for someone to gaslight. Yeah. I just feel like when people do that, 
they are invalidating my feelings and my experience. And I don't like for people to invalidate my feelings and my experience. Yeah, nobody likes that. Number one, I think is emotional abuse. And number two is is fucking traumatizing. It is. Or at least it had or at least it has been for me. When somebody tells me if I'm in the middle of a disagreement or an argument or whatever, and if somebody says to me, You're too sensitive or why you being so emotional, calm down. For me that's gaslighting. Because I feel like you're invalidating whatever experience I'm talking about in that moment. Are you, and you're saying that what I'm feeling and what I am experiencing is not real. And I don't like that. Another thing that I think is also a form of gaslighting is when a person says you're overreacting. Things like that. But mm-hmm. the one that's most prevalent, and I think we can all relate to this one, is when somebody says, why you got to make everything about race? Um, oh, Jesus. Because it is. Oh, yeah. Those are some of my biggest ones. Now, there are other ones, but those are the ones that will send me into rage. Yeah. And yeah. I am working on responding versus react, but don't do that. Yeah, like, wow. Don't do that. Be a better human. Don't invalidate another person's feelings because whatever I'm feeling in that moment is real for me. Those are my biggest ones. I do not like it. Aside from the fact that I think gaslighting is totally disrespectful, it belittles my intelligence. Yeah. How dare you tell me how I'm feeling? Like, I don't have the emotional intelligence to know how I'm feeling in a moment or how I am, I am experiencing a thing. It immediately shuts down communication. You're telling me I'm being too emotional or it's not what you think it is or calm down. If I don't, go off on you i'm done i'm done talking i don't even want to talk about it anymore so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll completely shut down it's just like shut I'll down leave. don't talk to me mm-hmm. leave me alone i don't want to be bothered with that if it gets but i also think that it can cause depression and anxiety now it hasn't taken me to that place but gaslighting validating somebody's feeling can cause depression and anxiety it can also cause them to isolate themselves that's my experience what's yours now I'm I'm in the same boat. I unfortunately have had experience with gaslighting. It's the worst, worst. And I can tell you that it it does a very effective job of slowly eroding a relationship. It can do damage that might not be repairable. I'm in a place now where A, I'm able to have a lot of compassion a lot more compassion toward myself than I than I've ever had. I am able to hold and exercise a lot more empathy toward myself and toward other people. I know that in in some cases of gaslighting, when I think about the the person who's doing the gaslighting, I can look at that situation and that person now and know that they at the time were operating in the only way they knew how, because they themselves were victims of abuse. And like we talked about in a previous episode, in during this particular week series, when you have been abused, you put up this, you know, the certain walls and things, you do the certain things that you feel you need to do to protect yourself going forward and to be safe going forward. And so if you feel like 
you're if you're being called out on some sort of behavior and you and you it feels like an attack to you then yeah you might turn around and tell the person that's trying to call you out on a harmful behavior oh well that didn't happen i never said that or no you heard me wrong or that never happened and so i can see that part of it now i was not able to see that part of it for a very long time all i could see was my own anger around being gaslit and if I hadn't gotten to the point where I could see that, I don't know that I would that I would still be in a relationship. And I mean that by I I, I started doing exactly what you described, uh, Shirley. I started shutting down a lot more often. Just like you know what, nope, I'm not going to engage with with you on this or on anything. I'm just going to shut down. And that is like removing yourself from relationship with someone. You know. That being said, though. The added benefit, I believe, of having more understanding and more compassion, more empathy now is that I can see gaslighting even quicker. I can see it and I can feel it much more quickly. And because I'm in a place now that I'm getting, you know, I'm exercising this this habit or trying to, to build this habit of establishing strong boundaries for myself. I'm very, very quick to call it out now. Whereas I wasn't quick to call it out then. Because also back then it just felt awful and it made me angry. I didn't have language for it. So I didn't know, hey, this person is gaslighting you. They're trying to invalidate, like you said, they're trying to invalidate your feelings. They're trying to invalidate your experience. I didn't have the language around that uh, back then. So all I knew was that what was happening in the moment was making me extremely angry and I didn't know why. I would, I know that back then I would just say, this person isn't listening. They're not listening to me. They're not listening to me. That's all I could, that's all I had. But now I have all of, all of this language to, and, and I, under, I have a, a, a better understanding of it. So yes, I, I'm not saying that having more empathy and more compassion and understanding means that, oh, well, that just means you're going to let people off the hook or whatever. No, 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 that's not what I mean. I mean, it just it just means that. It means you have more compassion and understanding for yourself and for the other person. That's what it means. And when you have more compassion and understanding for the other person, you're not so quick to maybe demonize them. But it also means that because you have more empathy and compassion and understanding for yourself, you're much quicker to enforce your boundaries. And it's much quicker it's much quicker and much easier for you to identify when you're being gaslit, which is a very good skill to have. There are a shit ton of gaslighters out here in the world. There are a lot of people that do this because there are a lot of people who move through life by manipulating. It is a manipulative behavior. It's a controlling behavior. And there are a lot of people out here that want to be manipulative and controlling. So there are a lot of people that gaslight. And I'm glad you brought up the whole, why are you making it about, about race? I, I hate that. I also hate when someone says, I'm pulling the race card. I, I absolutely hate it. I'm like, spoken like a true colonizer, spoken like a true abuser. That is whiteness talking every single time because we wouldn't even have the concept of race if it weren't for whiteness. Whiteness created it. So we're not the ones making it about race. That's already happened. That's already been established. It is about race. <laughs> They made it about race when so, they stole our ancestors. Exactly, exactly. And made all of these laws and made all of these statutes and made all of these systems 
that would discriminate against certain people and help other people. That's that's all that's about. That's what it has always been in this country. And unfortunately, it's like a global thing. Anti-Blackness is global. It's not just in this country. So when someone says you're making it about race or you're pulling a race card, that is that is classic gaslighting because they're basically just projecting onto you what they already believe and what they are and how they already operate. They're like accusing you of doing the thing that they're doing. And that's another thing that really, really, really steams me. It's like, I know that, and it's not like that, that part isn't gaslighting in and of itself, but I feel like it's, it's related because projecting and constantly projecting onto someone else, your own behaviors and your own insecurities. It's, it's, it's crazy making. Like I can't, Ooh, especially when you know that it's happening, when you're in the moment and you know that it's happening to you and someone's projecting on you, it's like a catch-22. Like you can't, you feel like you can't say anything because then they'll be like, now see, see, this is what I mean. But if you don't say anything, they're just going to keep doing it. Those two go together. It silences you mm-hmm. the same way that gaslighting does. So gaslighting, projecting, I know I didn't, I, I didn't mean to like go off on a tangent here with, with the projecting, but I feel like they're so closely related. Um, and they both have the effect of silencing a person. And it, like you said, invalidating a person's feelings and thoughts and experiences and also silencing. Projecting is, is their way of projecting their beliefs onto you. And so projecting, yes. I think they're sisters, like they are so closely connected that they are, that they are sisters. So that's just like one of my one of my biggest things. And when you were talking and we were talking about when you were saying that you have grown to the space where, where you can recognize it, I, I have not yet arrived. I can recognize that that's what they're doing, but I have not yet arrived in this space where I immediately want to show compassion for them because perhaps it's a trauma response for them. My trauma mm-hmm. response mm-hmm. is to go off or <laughs> shut down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> That's and I, I've care. definitely been, that's definitely been me in the past. 100%, mm-hmm. 100%, yeah. like full on go off. Like people, I've made people uncomfortable before because I don't typically just raise my voice and start yelling, but I, I, and it makes me uncomfortable to yell. It makes me feel like I'm out of control. I've been in situations where things have gotten so bad that I started yelling. And I'm like, if this keeps going on, this is going to go from yelling to screaming. And then if it keeps going on, it's going to go from screaming to me. It's going to get to, to the point where I'm, I'm all but literally biting your head off. Please stop. And right. yeah, and I don't like that feeling. I don't, I don't like that feeling at all. So being in the place I am now, it just means that I, I have, I, I do that a lot less than I used to. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely do it a lot less than I than I have in the past. But again, it's a trauma response for me because mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like I guess because when you at some point in my life, people were always trying to silence me <laughs> or yeah. tell me that, that I'm not allowed to feel what I'm feeling. And so when people are engaging in gaslighting behavior, it takes me back to that space. And when I get in that space, I'm like, no, you are not going to do that to me again. I am not that girl mm-hmm. anymore. And so it, it, right. it causes me to rise up and just put my foot down and say, no, we're not doing that. 
But you know, there's there's also a different way to do it. Like I say, I have not yet arrived when it comes to gaslighting because I do not like for people to try and tell me how I feel because I know how I feel how I feel about it. Right. And right. I don't need you to tell me how I feel about it. So that's an area that I am that I'm still working on. I've gotten better with it over the years, but it 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 definitely needs a lot of work, like seriously. And I and that's probably why it's the first thing that came up for me when I started thinking about, you know, some of the consequences, you know, and, and how it makes yeah. me feel when people do that to me because and I feel like it does cause me a tad bit of anxiety because it raises up anger in me. I feel like it causes me it causes me anxiety. And it also oh, raises up fear in me because because now I, I'm afraid that you're trying to shut me up and we're not having that. That's probably yeah, why yeah. gaslighting was the first thing that came up. Well, that's a huge one. It's a huge one. It's a really huge one. It's a very, very big, insidious form of manipulation there. Yes, yeah. it really is. It really is. And I think when people are, are doing it, they don't realize the effect that it could have on the person that they're doing it too. And so that's kind of why I wanted to talk about the consequences of it because like we were saying a couple episodes back, a lot of times we are engaging in this blitzed behavior. Oh, I'm getting better, y'all. I am getting better. <laughs> I didn't have to say it as slow this time. But a lot of times when we're engaging in this behavior, we don't even recognize that we're doing it. And so when we don't recognize that we are doing it, we don't realize that we are causing emotional and mental distress for others. And sometimes that can look like depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and isolation and all the things. Adorning yourself with the proverbial mask and cape didn't miraculously happen the moment you became an adult. More likely than not, there's a history of trauma dating back to childhood that left you feeling rejected, abandoned, betrayed, and angry. Those emotions don't automatically resolve themselves. As a little black girl, the thing you needed the most was to be seen, heard, nurtured, protected, and loved without condition. When those needs aren't met, you don't get the skills needed to do life as the real you from an emotionally healthy place. If you find yourself in this episode and are ready to start your journey to healing, please consider joining us in the Sister Circle of Healing a 12-week virtual experience for Black women to gather in a safe and sacred space for healing, connection, and transformation. Join us now at shadesofstrong.com forward slash SOS circle. It also affects person's relationships. If, if a person is constantly being manipulated, they don't know how to trust because they don't know right. if what this person is saying is true or if it's a lie. And so it affects their relationships, both romantic and platonic, because I'm always questioning yes. if you're coming from an honest and a true place. So it, 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 I think it affects our um, intimacy and relationships as well. And of course, all, all of that trust and respect. And like what you were saying yesterday, uh, Maddie, safety and security, all of those things tie in to the type of relationships that we have with people. And when you're being, when you're constantly being manipulated, then it's almost impossible to have a emotionally healthy relationship with anyone. Right, 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 definitely. You don't feel safe or secure in a relationship where 
this stuff is happening. I know that much. You definitely are always second guessing everything you say, everything you do. Some you end up walking on eggshells. You don't know what's going to set a person off because you, you don't want to get into a, an argument. Not because you're afraid of arguing. I'm not actually afraid of arguing. I just I'm at a point now where I I hate conflict and I hate arguing so much mm-hmm. because for a long time it was like arguing is getting you nowhere because you can't engage with someone in good faith on something if all they're going to jump, if all they're going to fall back on is gaslighting uh-huh. or projecting. It's like, wow, like you're not even, we should establish some rules of engagement here because you're not even playing fair. If everything I say is just going to turn into a moment for you to gaslight me or to project onto me, then what's the point of even arguing? Then, like, all I have left is, like, yelling and screaming, you know? And I don't want to do that. Like, it actually doesn't really feel good in my body. It doesn't feel – it makes me feel like I'm out of control. And it it feels scary. It feels like I'm on the verge of violence. That's a boundary. You have boundaries in place, yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I I interrupted what you were saying. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) No, it's totally fine. I feel like this particular topic – is something that we could probably talk about for a good 30 minutes to Ooh. an hour because oh, there's yeah. a lot. Definitely. There's um, a lot. There's so there's so much connected to that. And, you know, we'll go deeper in the, in the sister circle. But, yeah, there, there's so much connected to behavior of, of a manipulator. But uh, one of the right. things that I also wanted to touch on before we wrap it up is um, Stockholm, Stockholm Syndrome. And that's when the person is so accustomed to being manipulated and this happens a lot in physically abusive relationships and, and any type of abusive relationship this happens because it's abuse they they become so accustomed to being abused that they find reasons to defend and justify the person who's abusing who is manipulating aka abusing them and so that right. in and of itself a scary place to be in so if you find yourself in in a place where you are defending a person who is emotionally abusing you because manipulation is emotional you need some you need yeah, support yeah, yeah. In, in that area so i would like to you know just you know invite us all to think about that like think about your daily relationships and your daily your daily engagement in your relationships and see what's happening in those things. Are you settling for a person manipulating? Like think about some of the things that Natty and I have, have brought up and see if you are being manipulated. Examine that. And some telltale signs. Manipulators are condescending. No matter what you what you say, they're gonna try to belittle you because mm-hmm. whatever you're feeling and whatever you're experiencing in that moment is not real. So if you find someone exhibiting condescending behavior every time you open your mouth or every time you do something you are probably being manipulated if you find them constantly placing blame on you and you know you ain't doing nothing you are probably being manipulated because manipulators are also good at playing the victim yes yeah really good they are really good at playing the victim so Again, reflection. I think those are some things that we that we can reflect on. Are you being manipulated? Number one, and number two, reflection. <laughs> are you the? Are you? What did I just say? Oh my gosh! 
Are you the manipulator? <laughs> are you the manipulator or are you the manipulatee? I made that word up. Y'all don't worry about it. So yeah, think about <laughs> think about those things and see if you are manipulating someone or if you are manipulating somebody. That's the reflection yeah. for today. Anything you want to And if you are, if you find yourself in either of those spaces, rather than think about ways you can stop engaging in in that activity, what I would invite you to do is think about how you are hurting someone else or how you are being hurt by the hate. That's what I would like you to think about. Yeah, 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 that's really good. Like I say, because a a lot of times we don't even know that we're doing this. So think about the consequences. Think about how your behavior may be affecting other people when you mm-hmm. are maybe you're gaslighting them or maybe you're invalid maybe you don't want to call it gaslighting maybe you're invalid invalidating their feelings or making them feel guilty because they won't do a thing then think about how that may be affecting that person and their emotional and mental health sound good right right that's that's excellent all right anything you want to add Natty, before we move it on to day 20 uh, just really quickly, just to piggyback on what you said, if you're thinking about how the, the ways in which you might be hurting someone or harming someone, if you're, or if you're thinking about, oh, wait, have I been gaslighting someone? Have I been doing these things? And you're having a hard time seeing it, you know, because come on, like someone who does, who's, who's gaslighting or who's engaging in manipulative behaviors, they're not sitting back at the end of the day and going, hmm. I really engaged in a lot of manipulative behaviors today. How could I do differently? Exactly. They're not doing Nobody's that at all. Doing they're, that. Thinking they're fine. <laughs> they're, they're, you know, they're like Shirley said, they're playing the victim if, if anyone calls them on it. So I think a good way to know for sure is to think about the relationships that you have and think about the fruit of those relationships. Like say it's a parent-child relationship. And, or maybe not even parent-child relationship because teenagers can be pretty finicky and ornery anyway. So maybe not that, but maybe it's a friendship. Maybe it's a platonic friendship. Has that friend withdrawn from you more? Are they talking to you less when you do talk to each other? Are they less engaged in conversation? Do they just kind of let you have the floor and you just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and they don't talk back? you ask them for for opinions and they're not really saying much, there's a possibility, I'm not saying it's definitely going on, but there's a possibility that the relationship has been damaged. Mm -hmm. And this is their way of protecting themselves and also trying, trying to maintain a relationship with you. And if that's going on, then it's like, okay, let's, let's backtrack how did this begin? Because this person wasn't always this way with me. What happened? And if you still are, ha- are having a hard time, like, oh, well, it's the other person, not me. It's something I did. Then maybe talk to them and ask them. And if they don't want to answer you, then there's your answer. And if you got to really pull teeth to get them to really talk to you about what's really going on, then you, I, I, you know, you've actually already got your answer. And yeah, the answer is yes. Yeah, no response. It's a response. <laughs> And if you find that you are being manipulated, are you doing those same things? Are you trying to avoid, do you, do you feel a sense of dread when you have to come in contact with this person? And then leave and buy them a t-shirt that says be a better, be a better fucking human. (laughs) Yeah. 
I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Something. <laughs> oh, but yeah, encourage them to be a better human. But all jokes aside, it's it's a conversation, honestly. And if you feel like a conversation didn't work once you do it, then yeah, it is time to exit the relationship. You know, that just is what it is. And I know that's not easy. We say that all the time. There are processes to these things. So yeah, those are the reflections. And Natty came on in and brought it home and gave us a good assignment. So yeah, that's day 19. As I mentioned earlier, you, you can connect with us in our Facebook community on your favorite social media platform and or in the Sister Circle of Healing. And you can find all of those links in the show notes of this episode. So yeah, be a better human. Or at least try, you know, just try. And we will be back tomorrow with day 20, where we will be talking about the consequences of being a master performer, a.k.a. the consequences of rocking a mask, a.k.a. not being yourself. So yeah, that's day 20. See y'all tomorrow, or y'all will hear us tomorrow. Thank you.